welcome to the James Whale radio show, which is actually a podcast, and I have no idea why uh, it's a radio show or a podcast. Um, but uh, in fact, I watched a bit of Keith Lemon doing his own thing live on Instagram today. Mind you, he's got millions and millions of followers, hasn't he? He has a few, yes. Yeah, so I thought uh, maybe I should do live on Instagram when we do this, but it doesn't really work, does it? We've got to get all the five listeners at the same time tuning in. Yeah, that would be no f***ing use at all. Um, so anyway, welcome to the programme today as we reach the penultimate week before Parliament votes about Brexit. I'm sure I'll talk about that a little later on. And uh, I've just been having an argument with Robbo, who produces this uh, shit, what we call a podcast here, about the fact I come into my office, which is where this is um, being done, and I have, I've got loads and loads and loads of um, coins on the desk. And I've just added them all up. And I've got over 20 quid here, 20 quid in pound, 50 pence, 20p coins, some 10 and 5p coins, and a little bit of um, uh, 2ps and 1ps. To which he said, I throw that lot away. I mean, what a wasteful pillock you are. I don't throw it in the bin, I just discard it. I, I either drop them on the floor in the house, I just chuck them on the floor when I come in, or they. Well, I just hope... messy. Well, I just don't want them. What? what do you mean you don't want them? It's money. I mean, I don't know how you've got so much money that you don't need to worry about it. It's not the money, it's the... My, my trousers have a hard enough trouble staying up as they are. I need braces, really. So any extra weight is not good for me. Yeah. So I, I don't carry coins. Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, I don't carry coins, which is why they're on the desk. So you go out, and unfortunately, if you use cash, which I tend not to do, and this has been here for weeks, but I've just counted out over 20 quid. I'm not throwing that away. That's a couple of car washes. That is actually true. Don't talk to me about car washes. Oh, dear. Why? I love a car wash. There must be some etiquette to car washing. Why? What etiquette do you need? Well, I went to the petrol station and I bought some petrol yeah, with my crisp notes and uh, went to the counter and said, oh, what's your cheapest car wash? £2.50, which was annoying because that would have meant I would have had change unless I used contactless. And I then went outside and then three cars pulled up in the car wash bay and got out their car to go and get yeah. the car. Well, I paid. I was in front of the queue. <laughs> Yeah, but you're a silly f***er, aren't you? Because quite frankly, if I was going... I don't use those sort of car washes. I use the car washes where the usually Eastern European, very friendly people... Mind you, there's one near me which has got all women doing it as well. Right. Do you ever see that movie, Car Wash? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, and I don't go into one of those where you have to do it yourself or it has brushes. They, you, what do you go in one of those for? Oh, you live in Wales. They don't have um, they don't have manned car washes in Wales, do they? There is one. There's one. <laughs> yeah, there is one. There is one. Yeah. Well, there's a market. There's a gap in the market there for somebody to do something. I would have thought. Well, not if there's one. Surely, if that one was doing really well, there'd be two. Well. I mean, I I would have thought, maybe not near that one, but I would have thought, oh, it's only near you there's one. Yeah, only near me. Well, within five miles, there's there's one. There must be scope for another one. Or, or are your your neighbours a little tight as far as washing their cars? Don't tell me they all get out on a Sunday morning 
and do it themselves. I mean, that's past years ago. As it happens, my neighbour was out there three days ago washing his wife's car while she was sat in it. <laughs> that's quite strange. strange neighbours you've got. I've never seen, I haven't seen anybody wash their own car for years. And then when he'd finished, she just drove off. I mean, that's ridiculous. How tight can you get? Well, I thought £2.50 was expensive. I could get my whole car, and it's uh, it's one of these diesel guzzlers made by Land Rover that everybody hates. Oh, yeah, yeah, you need to sell that. I'm not selling it, I've just bought it. We don't want Land Rover in this country anymore. They can bugger off. shut the f*** up. They're the best f***ing cars going. And I'll tell you this, the new Land Rover Discovery Sport is probably the best car I have ever driven. And if anybody tries to stop the... And not only that, it is cleaner than most petrol cars as well. I'm getting sick of this being told, oh, you don't mean I am sick and fucking tired of these God-bothering climate change fascists who want to try and dictate to me how I live my life. Piss off. What have God-botherers got to do with Land Rover? I don't know, but it's always the God-botherers who patronisingly tell you you're not doing it properly and they want to save the planet. Look, if you look to Eastern Europe now, you will see the next ice age is coming. Norway, Austria, the Alps, it's all snowing at the moment. Three metres deep of snow. Well, no wonder they're all over here cleaning cars then. And they do a damn good job as well. Let's see if those lazy sods, the ones who watch Jeremy Carter, no, the ones who appear on Jeremy Carter, let's see if those lazy sods after Brexit are going to be made to get out there and do some f***ing work. Because quite frankly, every time I see that TV show, I get really angry. You know, most of them have got no teeth. Most of them really don't. I, I, honestly, why do we have to show that sort of, oh, it's, it's disgusting. It's either that, right, an hour of TV a day, or a dedicated TV channel to that kind of person. What, to Chavs? Yeah, Chav The TV. Chav Channel. <laughs> That's it, the Chav Channel. So I, I'd, I'd rather I'm have... Sure there might be some money in that. Yeah, I'd rather have... Well, there's a lot of them. Um, I'd rather have one hour a day dedicated to them. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've never watched it. In fact, um, I'm filling in on his radio show on Talk Radio for the next three weeks. I mean, there is actually a few God channels on the uh, satellite network. Oh, don't start that with me. I'll tell you another thing today. Reading a story, it's, uh, where is it? Put it over here. Uh, of course, Belgium has banned halal and kosher meat. And I think it is time that this country banned ritualistic killing because some people have got strange beliefs. And not only should it be banned, and I'm a meat eater, sadly, I wish I wasn't, not only should it be banned, every single abattoir in this country should have CCTV. And if anybody who is a slaughterman found abusing the animals, then they should be locked up. Sure, that's a really good idea. That's another good idea you've come up with. Well, I come up with a lot of good ideas. If I was in charge, we would not be in the shit we're in at the moment, trust me. And yet all you have is loose change. Well, yeah, because, you know... I am thrifty. <laughs> what do you mean all I have is loose change? The rest you just give to the tax man. Uh, well, yeah, well, all you have is loose change. 
Well, there we are. Can we stop going on about that? It'll depress me. So uh, I, I think it is time now that we... What, who's afraid of who? Are we afraid of the, 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 the Muslim lobby, the Jewish lobby, the Christian lobby? Who are we frightened of? Ban this stupid, archaic, and may I say backward, way of killing animals that we eat. I think it's disgusting. And any one of you, whether you are of the Jewish faith, the Christian faith, or the Muslim faith, if you could prove to me there is some reason that you want to do this, I would be interested in listening. If you could prove it to me that it is in some way going to give you, oh, for goodness sake, you know there's no other life. This is the life. Live this life to the best that you can do. Stop arguing with each other, and then we could move on, couldn't we? I didn't want to talk about that. It's a f***ing piss me off again. You brought it up. Did I? Yeah, you did, yeah. How did I bring it up? I don't know, Chav TV. It all started with Chav oh, TV. Oh, yeah, you see, Chav TV. Can we get away from it? I want to talk about something nice and, um, you know, uh, and, and exciting. But what, what is there to talk about? Actually, uh, we, haven't, we haven't done the show, have we, since that appalling situation where those... And what is it about Brexiteers that makes them so f***ing ugly as well? Not all of them. Well, no, there's Nigel. He's uh, he's a good-looking guy. I had him on my radio show on Talk Radio this week. It was informative. I like Nigel a lot. And he does talk sense um, about why we should leave the European Union. But it's the wankers. It is the absolute wankers. Uh, usually fat, fairly thick. No, sorry, that's wrong. Very thick who wander about the streets shouting slogans without having the first idea of what they're talking about. The one prat with the uh, high-visibility jacket and a Union Jack on the back who wanted to look like the Pillocks in France, and the rest of them. I mean, I presume none of them have jobs, which is why they're wandering around outside Parliament. I've also got very little time now for the, uh, the, the, the so-called Europhiles with their European flags and them shouting the whole time. Off. You're not doing anything for freedom of speech. You're just pissing me off. Do I make my point? You can say whatever you want within the realms of decency and good taste. You can even argue with me live on the radio on Talk Radio anytime you want, but you have to know what you're talking about. And the very idea that these brainless, moronic pillocks followed Anna Subri down the street calling her a fascist, shows they don't even have any first idea of what fascism is. Don't even say a word. Don't even say a f***ing word. Those people, because if you got in my face like they get in, uh, or got in her face, they'd have been whacked. John Prescott did. Yeah, good on John Prescott. But my bodyguards would have, would have dealt with them. And is that what this country is coming to? where we have to put up because everybody thinks they have a right to say whatever they want. People don't have, we don't have the right to say whatever you want. You must be sure that what you're saying is factually correct before you say it. And that's the problem with lots of these idiots who follow conspiracy theories and believe that there are these secret organisations and all that. I often find that quite entertaining to talk about on the radio. But, you know, most of it I'm doing tongue-in-cheek. I mean, there was that, there, there was that, um, I beg your pardon, mm. getting upset because I'm upset. It's all right, darling, okay? You know, certain people should be seen and not heard, or maybe not even seen and not heard as well. Isn't that children? Well, them too. 
Oh, that's another thing. I'm, I'm uh, talking about um, uh, the other day with uh, there's this head teacher who's written to uh, parents telling the parents um, that he's getting a bit fed up with parents complaining to his staff about them uh, criticizing or telling off their little darlings. And you know what parents can be. Oh, my little Johnny got told off, so I'll straight down the school and sorted them out. It's the snowflake generation. It's the parents that want to be friends with their children. Now, let me tell you, because you're a new parent, you can never be friends with your kids. If you try to treat your kids like your best friends, then it will all go tits up. Okay. So don't. Kids have to know the lines. And they can never have the same relationship with their parent as they can have with other people. It's a different relationship. And these parents who, uh, every time little Johnny or little Jilly gets told off by somebody at the school and rush down there, are not helping their kids at all. No, I think you're right. I think the, the teachers should have the uh, full backing of the parents to, to uh, discipline their kids. Of course. I mean, that is the intelligent view. And I, I didn't expect you to think anything else. But there are so many of these people now who, for some strange reason, think that their little darlings are, are perfect and they can't be told off by anybody. I hate to think what the next generation in 20 years is going to be like. Well, maybe by then, of course, climate change will have kicked in and uh, half of us won't be here. And the snowflakes will blend in. Yeah, because the, the Ice Age will come back and the snowflakes will be blending in. Mm. Yeah. I hate electric cars as well. Let me tell you, electric cars are the most boring thing. I drove one the other day. You can't hear it. Yeah, but you can um, put special sound effects on. Oh, yeah. You have a, a, you have a, a sound effect of something going, broom, broom, broom. How ridiculous. And chugga, 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 chugga. <clears throat> yeah, only for your car. <laughs> Actually, at the moment, my car goes, chugga, 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 you are childish. Why are you childish? I had something wrong with the breather valve in my car. Is there? Mm. Whatever that is. It just needs replacing. It's about £7 from Audi. Mm. Well, anyway, I, um, I'm, I'm fed up with this whole business now. We have no discipline in this country. The last thing I read today, which annoyed me, was now they're going to actually start taking the bars off prison windows. Have a field. What? Just put them all in a field. Well, no, you can't do that. <clears throat> Mind you, it has to be, it has to be said, uh, there is no need for bars on prison windows anymore. You can have very tough glass or whatever. But the idea is that if you've got enough money, you can pay for a better quality of prison cell. Seems to me to be rather ridiculous. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. <laughs> Think about it, right? If you've yeah. got loads of money, that money is probably money got from ill-gotten gains, if you know what I mean. So uh, if you can upgrade your prison cell by, I don't know, for £100 a week, well, that's £100 a week that we're better off. Well, I suppose you've got a point there, but I would rather just take the money off them anyway and uh, and pay the people who have been the victims of crime and stick them in a room with a chair and a bed and a hole in the floor to shit in. No, no, I'm saying the 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 uh, the, 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 the standard uh, the prisoner would just get the field with a rope round it and told never to go over the rope, and the uh, the upgraded prisoners, the uh, first class prisoners, will get a sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> you are a pillow. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, to be sensible for one second, there does have to be a certain amount 
um, of um, what's the word of, uh, of trying to rehabilitate them. There does have to be some sort of rehabilitation. Taking you away from everything in your life uh, for most people is quite a severe punishment. Trust me, I was in the Big Brother house for a month. That's actually like getting a month in prison, to be honest. It's better because you get meals supplied, not have to worry about cooking your own. I'd rather not have the meal, to be honest. Why? Well, have you seen the shit they serve up in prison? I've eaten in prisons. It's like school food. I wouldn't eat that either. Wouldn't you? Yeah, but you're a fussy eater. I mean, you eat nothing. I would die in a prison. If you, if you, anybody gives you anything green on a plate, well, I have to admit, I haven't eaten enough veg, so I'm going to go out and do some shopping in a bit. That's what puts me off going to prison, is the food. Really? Yeah. Well, I should think breaking the law should actually put you off going to prison. Oh, that's second. The food is first. Oh, the food is first. Okay. All right. Um, so anyway, uh, I think, listen, I'll tell you what, let's have a bit of music. We've got any music. We have some music, yes. Well, why don't we have a bit of music and then maybe should talk a bit about Brexit, I suppose. It's on everybody's mind. It is, of course, going to ruin this country if it carries on the way it is. Um, but let's have a bit of music before we go any further. Um, Constellations, const- how pretentious is that? F*** me. Constellations is the new single from somebody called Matt Watson, taken from his 2019 album, Greetings from the Outside. Uh, if you would like your music played, if you would risk me saying what I actually think about it, I haven't heard it, I just think the name's shit. Constellations from the new album Outside by Matt Watson. What does he look like? Uh, he's human. Yeah, what else? Have you not got a picture of him there? No, I, I just get text and an MP3. Really? I mean, do you want me to ask the people that submit music to start sending in their profiles? Yeah, I think if they look like those pillocks who demonstrate outside Parliament or appear on the Jeremy Carr show, I don't think we should play them. We could always then turn our website into a dating agency then, couldn't we? Well, I thought we ought to have a dating app on there to make money anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of money in that. Well, why don't we do it? Yeah, I don't know any good-looking people, though. Well, no, we don't have to worry about that because we're not going to be using it. Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah, okay. You know, use any old ugly whatever. Like those fat, ugly blokes who were following Anna Subri down the road. I mean, they were... Have they not, no, no pride in themselves? How can you get that fat? Oh, well, it's not me, it's me glad. No, it isn't, it's you. You eat too f***ing much. <sighs> this poor man what? is getting a really bad introduction to his amazing piece of music. What, Matt Watson? Yeah, him. Let's have a listen. Destinations, those many 
choices as there are constellations. Love is a universe of chance situations with two stars colliding in the same direction. The air is full of particles that we can't see. Together sometimes to make things be. Love is invisible chemicals in our brain, like stars exploding a million miles away. Many destinations. As many choices as there are constellations. Love is a universe of chance situations with two stars colliding in the same direction. I look for answers, but I just find more questions. Love is a wonder that has no limitations. Is it biology? Is it psychology? It's just as complicated as the stars and their constellations. you do tech talk is there any point well you want to talk about steve coogan oh no that's in films isn't it oh yeah steve coogan the stan and ollie film go see that it's really good i don't know if i could be bothered you know i know that you don't like lauren hardy i can't stand them but it's, it's i can't stand that old-fashioned all that kind of whether it was laurel and hardy whether it was reeves and mortimer oh no they weren't around then were they uh whether it was uh i don't know who's the other one harold lloyd I don't like him either, but who's the other one? Oh, Charlie Chaplin, all of that. I find it all shit, and everybody's, oh, it's wonderful, it's art house, it's marvellous, it's very funny. I find them shit. Charlie Chaplin's shit, yeah, I agree. And him, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Hello? 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 Hey. Who's that? And the number was plus 39. Where's that? Um, Plus 39? Oh, Italy. It's in Italy. Yeah, plus 39, Italy. 328-486-1322. Who's calling me from Italy? Someone's butt dialed you. Do you think so? But who would have my number who's in Italy? It's got to be someone with a lot of money. Because you said, uh, see... 
Yeah, but I f***ing answered it. That means I'll probably have to pay something, wasn't it? It could be just a tourist pointing at the sea. The sea? Oh, okay. Bastards. Um, right, okay. I hate those people who ring up and say, I had one the other day. They're usually from, uh, I imagine that, that she sounded Indian or Pakistani and uh, told me my computer was about to go down and uh, could she help fix it? And to which you replied, F*** off! Or I have no computer as the, um, the... No, because they keep doing it. I'm getting it regularly. So somebody's put my number on one of these... Lit, and they phone all the time. Uh, you know, all, uh, all they do a BT, and we're we're going to close down the broadband in about uh, three hours. But we need to give you uh, fuck off, will you? Leave me alone. I'd love to find out one of these people. I would love to find some of these people and send a few of my friends around. You have got a few friends that you you wouldn't want, yeah. Yeah. So just remember that they turn up in black limos with a Mickey Mouse on the front. Have you been pawned? I beg your pardon? There's a website. This is a, a bit of tech talk I, I hadn't got in my notes. There's a website called haveibeenpawned.com. Mm. And basically, if it comes up and it asks you what your email address is, and you type your email address in, and it tells you if you've been pawned. And what that basically means is if your email address and your password has ever been hacked off various different websites around the world. Right. And it tells you when it was hacked, have they got yeah. your password and email address, et cetera, et cetera. And then you can find out how you got pawned. So, for example, and, if you went to British Airways and, and somebody stole all your details from British Airways, it was actually say there. Mm. And that, that's how you know that you need to change your password on your email mm. address. Haveibeenpawned.com. I thought it was more interesting than that. Well, I'm sure it, the... the, um, the I mean, I thought it meant somebody put you your face into a porn movie or something. Oh, that's deep faking. What? Deep faking. What's that? It's where now you can, with a, from a 2D picture, just any 2D yeah. picture, you can render a 3D face and you can real-time render that 3D face on top of a porn film and it can you can make it look like that you are in a sex tape and obviously loads of celebrities have all been done and it's all over the internet. It's a huge thing. I, uh -huh. I talked about it ages ago. Sure I did. Oh, did you? Oh, I wasn't listening to you. Like, I don't listen to the music. Tom yeah. Paul seems to do quite a good job of you and Ash. On a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. He works for the BBC. Um, about this, uh, the, 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 I can never remember my password for anything, so I don't know how anybody else has got it. I might get into that thing and find out what my password is, well, couldn't your, I? Yeah, well, your password, as I've told you, is bollock chops, right? <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is remember, if you can't remember it, to listen to episode 270 and yeah. you'll get reminded what your password is. Bollock chops. Bollock chops, yeah. Right, I remember it now, yeah. Capital B. Um, right, uh, have you got anything to talk about in uh, Tech Talk or oh, uh, did, I, I've been watching um, some of the videos from the uh, CES show, which is the electronic show, the big thing, and uh, mm. the, the one that caught my eye, I think it was on the BBC website, was uh, a face printer from Procter & Gamble. And yeah, go on. Basically, it's got a scanner in it, and then you run it down your face, and as it scans your face, it looks for blemishes and squirts makeup only in the areas that need it. Really? And it's absolutely amazing. Well, I could just do that myself with my makeup in the mirror. What would be, what would be the point of getting someone else to do it? Could you get flawless makeup? I get flawless makeup now. Look at me. Well, I can't. All I'm looking at at the moment is a big fan and a... 
one of those um, studio photography lighting rigs and a yeah. wall, and then there's 300 miles of open scenery, and then your brick wall, and then a microphone, and then your face. You do talk bollocks a lot of the time, don't you? Uh, right. Um, what else? So, fake news you want to talk about? Oh, yeah, fake news. Apparently it's spread by old people, so stop doing it. I haven't done it, and I'm not old. Uh, yeah, over 60s apparently are the reason why there's so much fake news on the internet, because they just naturally go, oh, I don't like the sound of that. I'm going to share that with all my friends. Well, that's bollocks, because uh, you're talking about people there in their 80s and 90s. No, over 60. Over 60s were out there taking drugs during the 60s. Uh, they were out there uh, getting down to the Rolling Stones and uh, all that sort of uh, psychedelic music, so I don't think it would have been them. I just report the, uh, the facts. Well, don't report facts if they're wrong. That's fake news. You should be ashamed of yourself. It's, it's also true because if, if ever, anyone's got Facebook and they go onto Messenger and they get those round-robin messages that say, oh, if you get a, um, a notification that I'm uh, following you again, it's not me, it's somebody else. And don't forget to copy and paste this and send this to all your friends. And it's only the old people that do that. Trust me, the young people do not copy and paste and send it to all their friends. It's gullible people, the older people. Yeah. no. I'm sorry. Gullible people are of every single age, and you're old anyway, so I don't know what you're going on about. <laughs> it's true. You are in your f***ing 40s. You've just had a child. You should be ashamed of yourself. If everyone who listens to this show stops using Facebook Messenger to report stupid scams and, and rubbish information about friends and hacking and all that kind yeah. of stuff, we'd have a much better life. I agree with you. I think people who go on social media and get upset about it really annoy the f*** out of me. I love it when people troll me. I think it's very funny. You know, threaten me as much as you like. I couldn't give a flying f***. I really couldn't. It's you that is the idiot. What a waste of your time. You know, go on Facebook and slag me off. What a waste of your time. I couldn't give a shit. You are one of those people who've got f*** all life and uh, you, you've no friends and no chance of ever, ever being famous. Okay. Um, oh, let's talk about drones for a moment before we finish this because I'm sick of it. You know, I cannot believe, again, we had Heathrow this time closed down because of a bloody drone. I have got special arrows for shooting popping jays. Popping jays... Um, are targets that are on a 30-foot pole and you shoot them off. It's a form of archery mostly done in France and Belgium uh, and very little in this country. And it, it uh, originated from when, when uh, in the Middle Ages they used to shoot pigeons off uh, the spires of churches for food. And so obviously don't kill anything. I wouldn't approve of that at all. Uh, but why with what's called a flu-flu, so that's what they call the arrow, uh, which shoots straight up in the air and then because of the way it's fletched and the way it's uh, shaped, it goes sort of 40, 50 feet up and then stops and comes back down. So I would be more than happy when you found some to go up there and shoot them down. So I can imagine the Tanai saying, um, we apologise to all our customers because James Whale is currently on the runway at the moment shooting drones down with a flu-flu. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's a good idea, don't you? I don't give a shit. I don't go abroad on holiday. You can do as much as you like, and I don't give a crap if any planes never take off again. 
Yeah, I know you don't, but it's not got to do with holidays. It's got to do with the economy of the country. We need the planes coming here. I, I tend not to go on a plane. I live near enough to the uh, port of Dover to drive onto a ferry or drive onto the uh, channel, get to the continent and drive wherever I want. I suppose if loads of dinghies and stuff decided to get in the way of all the ferries, I suppose it's the same sort of thing, isn't it? They wouldn't be able to put the ferries out, would they? I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting point, you know. Well, let's talk about Brexit. Go on, then. Or do you want to do movies? I've done movies. I was just going to say that all airports have now had uh, military-grade upgrades to their drone protection, so all this should be a thing of the past. That's what they've told you. But I'm not actually sure that is that exists because if why wasn't it there in the first place? It's expensive gear and you have to have trained personnel to use it. But even if what you're saying is true, conspiracy theory that this stuff doesn't actually exist, you'll know that it doesn't exist when in five weeks' time we get the this airport's been closed down because there's some drones flying around and it goes on for days. It clearly means that it, the equipment that they have doesn't exist. So it's bad for them to announce that they've upgraded all the airports and then it doesn't work, because that tells all the people around the world that the technology doesn't exist. So it must exist, using logic. That's not logic. That is logic. Is I, it? I have deduced that these this equipment must exist by the bare fact that they've actually said that they're putting the equipment in the airports. And if the drones start flying and the airports get closed down, then the equipment can't exist or hasn't been installed mm. yet. Well, I said on the radio the other day, quite sensibly, obviously, because my radio show and talk radio is sensible, um, I'm like this f***ing thing, uh, that, that nobody should be able to buy... You've got a couple of drones. Nobody should be able to buy drones anymore in a, in a toy shop or a whatever shop you get them in. If you want a drone, then you have to pass a test and you have to become a pilot. You know, giving them to just anybody to mess around with, I think, is too dangerous. I disagree on a, on a minor level, and that is, I think, toy drones, uh, and when I use the word toy drones, the drones that you buy as a toy, 30, 40 quid, will not go any higher than your house, and therefore, they should be allowed to be sold for entertainment, for kids and whatever, that's fine, I've got no problem with that, but these um, drones made by companies like DJI and stuff, that are professional drones with cameras on, etc., the way a not, I was going to say a ton, but they don't weigh a ton, obviously. Um, mm. But you know what I mean. They're quite large, substantial drones. Those should yeah. only be sold to media companies and estate agents. And people in those media companies or estate agencies should have to have a license. They do anyway if they have a camera on them. Right. Okay. Well, that sorted that problem out, hasn't it? Um, by the way, the Stan and Ollie movie, uh, which stars Steve Coogan as um, Stan. Stan, yes, not, not Ollie, no. Yeah. He's not got no. a build for being Ollie. No. Um, actually, on one of my shows, we've got one of the first ever appearances of Steve Coogan on TV. You have. It's on the uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. So go and check it out. When he first appeared, he looks about 12 years old. He looks like a train spotter. He looks exactly like a train spotter. Go and have a look. Flag it up on the YouTube channel. So we've done the, the films and, the, and the, the technology. Yeah, we better do a bit about Brexit because everyone wants to know. Now, next uh, week when they have the vote, depending on when you listen to this, uh, but for a matter of interest, I'm recording this on a Friday afternoon, lunchtime, and uh, next week is the week that they vote on the uh, Brexit uh, deal. 
or not, as the case may be. And we will be presenting the programme the evening of the vote from College Green, where everybody else in the media is as well. So that'll be fun, won't it? Is that where they're all chanting and uh, walking around with placards? I suggest they don't come and chant anywhere near me or my team or my specially trained bodyguards that will be with me. So we're going to hear, Oi, Whaley, you bald all over the media then. Why are you using so much obscene language today? I thought I'd just beat myself out this week. You know, I, 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 have, have people told you that you're too nice or what, what have they said? I, I've got a little tick box, the amount of times that you've sworn on the show. I have one every week. And I, I've run out of squares. So I thought I'd get one of you? yourself, yeah. Oh, right, okay. I need a big print. Um, it looks like the, the, this whole business with uh, Brexit is going to be a major cock-up. And I blame both sides for it, particularly. You know, uh, a number of people did vote to leave the European Union. I still say uh, that will be very bad for this country, but we will have to make the best of it. Crashing out of the European Union is not going to do anybody any favours, even though Jacob Rees-Mogg and uh, Boris Johnson, Jacob Rees-Mogg, of course, has uh, has got all sorts of um, businesses, I believe, in, in foreign countries, and he's uh, he's moved some of them. I can't remember. He's moved some of them to Ireland, so he doesn't get... You know, I'm amazed how a lot of these people go on about how wonderful Brexit is, and if we uh, just crash out, it'll be fine. They don't like you saying crash out, but that's, that's what we would ostensibly do if there is no deal. Um, but hey-ho, listen, that's what we're going to do. Although I'm, I'm in favour now of the people's vote, because... Hundreds of thousands of people who voted to leave the European Union in the referendum have now died. And this is according to uh, figures released. Um, and hundreds of thousands of people who were too young to vote in the last election, who will probably vote to stay in the European Union, are now eligible to vote. So democracy doesn't work if you leave so long in between it. Two years ago, when uh, we had the referendum, uh, and I'm sorry, but I don't think people knew enough about what it would mean to leave this association we have had with the rest of Europe for over 40 years. So I'm beginning to think that probably another vote. And if everybody feels the same way, if, if uh, you know, if, if it again is kind of 40, 48, 52, either way, either way, um, I don't think that is a definite decision on what the people of this country should do. And there has to be some kind of compromise. I'd rather the people have the vote than the uh, people in Parliament have the vote, which is... Well, we vote the people in Parliament in, don't we, to make these decisions. And by the way, for the quits who uh, insist on trolling people and shouting at people outside Parliament uh, because they don't like what they're doing, you know, in a democracy... At the next election, if you don't like what your uh, member of parliament is doing, you vote them out. I bet half, if not three quarters of the people who caused the trouble actually never bothered to f***ing vote in their lives. Mm, probably. What? I, what? I, I, I think they do vote. They're the type of people that do vote. I don't think they do. I think the fat f***ers don't. I mean, I'm. there's this whole thing about, you know, we shouldn't be rude about fat people. Why not? Why not? I'll be quite honest with you. If a really gross, fat person comes into a restaurant, it puts me off my food. If on an aeroplane or a train, somebody is so fat that they spill into the next seat, it annoys me. 
sadly, I have to agree that I did go and see Joe McEldry in a in a theatre once, and I had someone spilling. He's not into, fat. No, <laughs> someone was spilling into my seat. That was very uncomfortable. I had to move in the end. Yeah, I would too. I mean. I'm not being nasty, but if you are that fat, then you need to do something about it. But some people take pride in it. Some people actually take pride in it. You know, I'm not, I'm not thin, but I'm not, you know, I don't spill into somebody else's seat. It's perfectly all right uh, for people to be rude about bald blokes. That's acceptable, isn't it? Or ginger-haired people. But you can't be rude about fat people. Why not? I don't know. I genuinely, well, I just don't know. I suggest we discuss this at some length. I was on, uh, I was on a number of programs over the last few days because John Travolta's come out, shaved his head, and everybody sees that he looks much better. Uh, my associate, Mr. Ash, of course, has long, straggly, greasy hair. Mike Graham does a program on talk radio who thinks he's the dog's bollocks. I mean, he's as ugly as sin. Well, I who have a shaved head, probably I'm one of the best-looking people in radio. Which is handy, isn't it, really, when you think about it? Why? Well, you've got to look your best when you're on the radio, haven't you? I always look my best. Oh, I know. Radio, television, walking down the street. That's another thing. I hate these chavvy people who go out in their dressing gowns taking their kids to school. Yeah, but if you had kids, you know. I hope you don't. <laughs> You do, don't you? You flipping do. I haven't got a dressing gown. If I went out in the way I slept, I'd be arrested. Oh, how disgusting. That's like going commando. Oh, I go commando. Oh, how appalling. How appalling. Which is quite risky for me, considering my trousers keep falling off. What is this about your trousers keep falling off? Are you trying to make some point that you're not as fat as you used to be? Uh, I've definitely lost weight over Christmas, which is strange. But, um, yeah, I've lost a, a bit of weight. But I've never, ever found a pair of trousers that actually fit me properly. They always fall off. So if I have anything in my pockets, like an iPhone or anything like that, yeah. and I do... Have you more... never heard of belts and braces? I've, I, as a kid, I used to wear braces, and I never understood why. And I think it's probably because my mother was sick and tired of pulling up my trousers. So mm. maybe I should become one of these fashionable people and get some really trendy-looking braces. Well, you'd look a pillock if you did that. Why don't you get a nice belt? I mean, you've got a belt you can put... I, I'm, I mean, you don't wear trousers. You wear jeans like the rest of us, don't you? I wear jeans, yes, and I, yeah. I have a, a belt, and I'm sick and tired of putting holes in it. <laughs> Why do you get so much dust on electronic equipment? Static. Ah, oh, right. Um, okay, good. I think we've got to the time where we might do uh, questions for the whale now. We have uh, got a small amount of time left. To do did we not? Did, yeah, did we not have some mail this week as well? We did have one piece of mail, yes. Yeah, I can't find it now. Well, one piece of broadcastable mail, yeah. One, well, yes. <laughs> why don't we just, why don't we read out the unbroadcastable mail? We could do mail. a whole show on that. <clears throat> well, I think we should. Hang on. Let's go. Uh, Shay Marmon, who uh, who sent an email in. If you want to email us, the address is jameswellradio at gmail.com. Um, James and Robbo, I hope I find you both well. Yeah, we're okay. I think we're all right. Yeah, yeah I'm okay, yeah. Uh, why are cyclists allowed to have those f***ing obnoxious flashing headlights? If I drive down the road flashing my lights, 
at other road users continuously, I will rightly get a bollocking, a good kicking, or get nicked. I hate these. That must be c**t. Love your podcast and your honesty. Whale for PM. Thank you, Shane. Quite right, too. Um, But you can't behave that way. And I've been saying this. I think I've said it here. So you're just agreeing with me. He is, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, those those flashing lights on bikes need to be outlawed. They are an absolute pain. I noticed the other evening going into London in the wet when it was raining, they are even more obstructive because they, they bounce off the rain. They do have naked cyclists. That's flashing on bikes, isn't it? Yeah, well, they do. In the summer, they do have uh, people who insist on, on cycling through the centre of London naked. Mm. It looks disgusting. Um, we did ask a while ago. I'm just going to read it because it's. it's it, 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 I think it's. It's probably important. Um, I asked who people thought should be the next prime minister. Interesting enough, Bill Roberts said Warwick Davis. Uh, Jill Stock said Rhys Mogg would be a strong leader, and we do need one right now. I think. I'm sorry, Jill. I think Jill is my cousin, by the way. I think he will be an absolute dead loss. He's not very strong. Uh, Adam Thomas, Southgate, give him a go. Right, okay. Don't think so. Uh, James Clark, Stormy Daniels. Now, that's quite a good idea, isn't it, really? Uh, Robert Haig, anybody better than her really lost all interest in politics, just a bunch of wealthy brain donors that lie, cheat, and have no concept of what working-class people have to put up with. I realise there is a few exceptions, but most of them look like professional fart sniffers. Say it how it is, Robert. Yeah, say it how it is. Uh, Darren uh, Rawsley thinks Piers Morgan would be a good prime. Yeah, I, I, should, I think he might. Uh, Tom Paul, the only sensible vote is vote for Ash. No, Tom, I think that's a bit of a waste. Uh, Glenn Ford says pit the embryo. It's a bit in, isn't it, really? Uh, Matthew Feeney says somebody apart from Rupert Murdoch would be nice after all these years. I've, I actually think Rupert Murdoch does a very good job. Uh, Stuart Hall says Carl Pilkington. Uh, Jim Harper says BJ. Why not? It really doesn't matter. They're all tarred with the same brush. People like you, Jim, really ought not to have the vote. And probably you don't vote anyway. Uh, But at least you're sensible enough to listen to this. So I suppose I can't be as nasty as I'd like to be. Uh, Raycon says, I would do a great job. Problem is, I would get the same treatment as Donald. And I am not so able to dodge the bullets. Um, Dave Benjamin would like Joanna Lumley to be the uh, Prime Minister. Uh, Pete Forsyth, Theresa May, of course. Um, Oh. That's lucky, isn't it? Uh, Mike Davis says, Lord Alan Sugar, he wasn't born into aristocracy. He made his way to a fortune from the ground up. He is a no-nonsense people person. He has a wide space. I agree with this. I agree with all of that. I think Donald I think Donald Trump, I think Alan Sugar would make a very good prime minister. Uh, and Lindy Fleetwood said, would be interesting to see what Prince Charles would do with the job if he had it. He'd speak to a lot of trees, I think, probably what he'd do. Mm-hmm. Right. Good. Okay. So, shall we do questions to the whale? Because I need to get down the pub. Okay. Uh, Matthew Feeney. Uh, does Chris Grayling make Diane Abbott seem like a member member of Mensa? Uh, slightly unfair on Chris Grayling. I think he's doing a very difficult job. Um, but yes, uh, I, I you know I I think there's a problem here with politicians that they are not really business people. 
And uh, the idea that public transport can be privatised hasn't really worked. It can be, but it has to be done differently, I think, because you can't just say, I'm not, I'm not using that train, I'm taking another train, because, it, you know, you don't have that choice, do you? Daniel Severn, uh, if you were uh, an animal, what would you be and why? If I was an animal, I think I would be a bird of prey because I think that must be quite an interesting and entertaining life to lead. Good answer. I like that one. And a good view. Uh, definitely a good view, yeah, especially on the clifftops. Yeah. yeah. Looking out at the sea. Uh, hmm. Dan Saunders. Who's sending those radio signals from 1.5 billion light years away? Is it one of your radio shows, Mr. Whale? I thought we were going to keep that secret. It could be bouncing back off something, couldn't they? Yeah, yeah. It, no, it, it's one of my old television shows, actually. Mm. And we sent them out there years and years ago, and uh, they got to a planet that is inhabited that we're not supposed to tell you about. They didn't like the show, so they flung it back. Uh, Maddie Holgate, the one with the uh, NAF kitchen. Oh, Maddie, who I did, I did a radio show from her house. She lives on, uh, on uh, Mersey Island. They don't get good kitchens in Mersey Island, then. Oh, I'm sure her kitchen's okay now. How are you, Maddie? Anyway, long time. Yeah, uh, it was a really nice. I enjoyed that because uh, I had to go. I had to stay in a hotel the night before because we had to be in a, her house at six in the morning to do the radio show for the BBC. She didn't put you up either. What? She didn't put you up in the in. Didn't let you stay in her house then. She kicked you out. Well, I wouldn't wouldn't impose myself on her house anyway. I don't think she had a bar. That's true. If you haven't got a bar, yeah. there's no point in having... No good at all. No. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Maddie, hope is, you're well. Happy New Year to you. Oh, well, that sort of... Because uh, I was going to read her question out, which basically says, is it too late to say Happy New Year to people you've not seen this year? Happy New Year to you too. Oh, hang on. Maybe no, she... you can say Happy New Year to anyone you like at any time you want. Yeah, because different people celebrate the New Year at different times of the year, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Uh, Julie Watson, uh, did the tires Who? eventually appear and finish up? They did. They did a very good job, uh, but they were pretty late. In fact, they were supposed to come and finish a bit off today, and I haven't seen them. So uh, I shall be, when we finish this, I shall be ringing them and say, where the f*** are you? Uh, Martin Fogel, does anyone know if the DFS sale is still on? Uh, no, it's not. But I would wait. There'll be another one fairly soon. Uh, John Arkleys, why did the EU give £125 million to Slovakia's new Land Rover plant in the form of a grant? No job losses there, just gains. 4,500 yeah, well, job losses, scandalous. Probably because they uh, applied. And uh, the reason, of course, Jaguar Land Rover are not doing very well at the moment, not because they produce a bad vehicle they produce a very good vehicle but they took their eye off the ball as far as china is concerned uh, and china are wanting lots more electric and and um you know hybrid cars uh for some strange reason i've no idea why because they pollute more than anyone else don't they um and also their economy's going down the pan yeah but it sound great though those electric cars chugga 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 awesome off i'm going <laughs> can't i do lindy fleetwood seeing as that is the last one on the sheet go on then uh when will weekend radio shows be as good as weekday ones uh yeah okay well i'm on this weekend if that helps 
Maybe that's what she's complaining about, that you're on at the weekend. Yeah, but I can't... Oh, I see. Okay, all right. Well, f*** off then. <laughs> I, think, I think I got her into trouble there. I don't think that's what she meant at all. All oh, right, okay. Um, yeah, but I can't, I can't, you know, I can't work. I'm, I am working a lot at the moment because people have been away and uh, I thought rather than just sit around the house and do nothing else and uh, I might as well do some work, so I'm doing some work. That's what this show is for, something for the weekend. Yeah. Keep this and then put it out the weekend, yeah. Well, it's out now because you're listening to it. Oh, yeah, that's a very good point, isn't it? Yes. That was me just turning stuff off on the computer, by the way. Did you hear that? Uh, no, I didn't hear any of those clicks at all. All oh, right, okay. Okay, well, that was good. I just thought you might have done. Uh, right, thank you very much indeed. Don't forget, check out our website, jameswhaleradio.co.uk, and there's all sorts of stuff on there. Check out the YouTube channel as well. You can follow us on uh, Twitter and on Instagram, and uh, that's about it. I haven't got a blue tick on Instagram. Why not? You have to send a naked photograph of yourself to verify it's you. Well, I wouldn't do that, obviously, but why don't you send one of you and pretend it's me? Will do. Right, good. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. to the James Whale Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswhaleradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash Show or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.